Hi, everybody. I'm Larry Gassman, co-chair of Tech Talk and co-chair of Accessible World. And today is July 12, 2021. We're in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. And most times when we do this on a weekly basis, it centers around technology. And it will this time as well. There is some technology involved in what's going to be talked about here over the next hour or so. We will invite your questions in just a bit. But uh, as you know, as most of you know, the uh, American Council of the Blind Convention is coming up rapidly, quickly. The end of this week, it starts. And a lot of us are going to be incredibly busy. And a lot of the affiliates will be busy. And one of the affiliates that we're going to center on tonight is uh, ACB Diabetics, Diabetics in Action. And um, all of us who are here tonight because I'm a part of that committee as well, are, all of us are a part of the actual committee that is in charge of putting together something for the convention. And the convention chair is Danette Dixon. I'll introduce her first, and then eventually you'll hear from the others who will be introduced as they unmute and as they, they move forward. So there are five of us. We will leave questions for you later on. Uh, if you have questions, and raise your hand. But uh, let me first introduce Danette Dixon, who is the uh, convention chair of our ACBDA committee. And, and Larry, this is, At- this is Alan. We, we've not muted everybody yet, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. And then oh, Danette okay. and, and everybody that needs to talk, just unmute yourself. Okay, so. go ahead and do that now, and <laughs> I'll edit right. this part out uh, later on. So just let me know when you're done, Alan. Sorry, I thought you... Uh, okay, uh, yep. Let's see. Okay, can you hear me now? Are you ready for me? Yes. Yes, okay. So, I'm Danette Dixon from Linwood, Washington, and it has been a great honor and pleasure to chair this convention committee, which I have never done before. This was my first time, and I've totally enjoyed it. The The committee was wonderful to work with. Everybody had, had a huge part to do, and th- this came from a vision from Jeff Bishop, and I would like Jeff Bishop to talk about his vision for a few minutes, please. Yeah, you bet. Thank you very, very much, Danette. Hi, everybody. Um, you know, uh, I'm really excited, and I think the committee and the organization is extremely excited about the opportunity that we're bringing to this year's uh, ACB conference and convention. And uh, as, as someone who has had diabetes for, wow, uh, almost almost 20 years now for me, uh, one, of the, one of the key things that I found was really gaining access to information and knowledge to being able to feel empowered about managing uh, my diabetes. And this has been a real big struggle for, for many because most people who want to get diabetes education have to either, you know, go to their doctor, ask that they get that, and then they have to get it scheduled and they have to go to the hospital, you know, for a day or two seminar and, you know, now you're in an environment where you don't know where things are at. Where's the cafeteria? Where am I going to get food? All these things, you know, it's really complex. And it just adds an undue burden to um, those of us who are blind uh, in this, you know, difficult process. Now, I'm not saying it, that, it's, that it's not important that you take advantage of those because I think that it is. However, what 
I really envisioned was what can we do to, first of all, provide access to this material for everyone, first of all, for free, so that we can distribute it, get people updated information from a science uh, perspective, so that those of us who may have gone through diabetes education 15 years ago, you know, will at least have more up-to-date information and allowing people to answer their questions. So when we started talking about the convention this year, that's exactly what we wanted to achieve. We wanted to achieve something that we thought would be really meaningful, robust, and just amazingly great to bring to our membership. And I think we achieved it. We've got what, Danette, uh, almost, uh, almost nine to 10 hours, right? Something That's like that. Correct. Some yeah. crazy yeah. thing yeah. Of, of just tremendous, great content. And, wow. and we're going to go over all of it here. Everything from what is diabetes? How do I manage it? Uh, how do I test? What is a good glucose nut range? You know, um, you know it, it, is it bad to have a glucose over 200 at two hours after eating? Or, or is it bad to have one at 140? You know, um, what does it mean to have an A1C of 6.3 or 8.2 or 5.1? You know, these are the questions that we hope to get answers to for everybody and for us to all learn together about the things that, that science and doctors and, and diabetes educators are informing the public these days around diabetes because it changes all the time. So this is what we wanted to do. And we're going to talk now about all of the, the great work that um, this committee's put together. And I must say, it's been a team effort. Um, I'm, I, uh, I want to publicly thank Danette for leading um, a team of people who has been extremely diverse, sometimes a little challenging. Uh, we, we are all, all a little uh, jovial and, and like to joke around a lot. So sometimes <laughs> she's got to crack the whip and uh, get us into shape. But uh, Danette, you have... You have, um, you have shown tremendous leadership and growth and just great, great work in Thank leading you. this group. And I just wanted everyone here that's listening to know that because um, it takes someone of that skill to achieve um, something here that I think all of you, once you hear what we're doing, I think everyone's going to be impressed. And yeah, uh, I'm, so. I'm truly, truly excited. Uh, for the opportunity to to tune in and, and not only participate in panels, but also to um, you know tune in and learn because that's really what this is all about. So I think that's awesome. all I have to say about it for now. But um, yeah, so thank you, Jeff. You're going. You have a tear rolling down my face right now. Thank you. <laughs> um, so oh, do, uh, do you want me to go into what, what we're going to do for each day, Larry? Alrighty, so yeah, I, well, I think, I'm not Larry. I'm not Larry, but go right ahead. Yeah, I think you should. Go, 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 go ahead and give the audience Hang a on. summary of what we're going to be talking I was, about. I was I was muted. Uh, you okay. know, I, I, now, <laughs> what I was trying to say 30 seconds ago and didn't realize I was muted was that the other aspect that makes this committee sometimes difficult is not the people involved, but the fact that. When you're diabetic, you begin to own, unfortunately, that disease, and you know a lot about it because you know a lot about your body. You know what works well for your body, and you begin to, to gather a toolbox of items that work for you. So when you have 
eight or nine diverse people who are veterans of this unfortunate disease trying to get on the same page, although doable, is sometimes a little difficult because we all know what works for us, which, by the way, may not work for the other people on the committee or other mm-hmm. diabetics. So it was an interesting look, and we all learned a lot just because we learned a lot from each other. Right, right. Yep, so true. So, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead now. <laughs> okay. So Saturday is like our meet and greet. And that's at four o'clock Eastern. And so that's just going to be like a social getting to know, getting to know the members and getting to know the, the board members and the, and the officers and the rest of the members. So that's on Saturday. That's from five to four to five fifteen. And on Monday, this is when we start the good stuff, the, the, the really meat of the matter. So we do at two thirty to three forty five, we do a, a diabetes one oh one. These are all East Coast times, by the way. Everything you're talking about are East Coast. Right. Correct. Yes. That the main theme for this is diabetes is hard, is tough, but dealing with it when you're blind, it makes it even harder. So diabetes 101 is going to like, like, like talk about like the different type one, type two or um, borderline and, and such. And just the different types and ways to deal with diabetes, the history of diabetes. So that'll be like two sessions on Monday, 2.30 to 3.45 Eastern time and 4 to 5.15. That's on Monday. And those speakers will be the same two speakers each time. And um, after each session, there will be time for questions. And on Tuesday, we have nutritionists. And Jeff is one of our speakers there. That'll be like reading labels and counting carbs and, and, and going out to eat. How, and finding out which nutrition, which foods might make your sugars go up. That's on. And then like from um, 4 to 5.15 is fitness. How important is fitness to a diabetes? And we're having Steve Bauer come and join and talk about like a an exercise machine that you can, I believe that you can use it under, under your desk. desk. Yes. Yes. And Steve's here too as well. Right. I think that I heard him here today too. Mm -hmm. And we could probably hear from him too today. And that's of of course, there'll be questions afterwards, a time for questions afterwards. And on Wednesday is our um, diabetes and advocacy one oh one. So we're having Clark, uh, Clark Ratchfall, and Chris Gray come talk about ACB and ACBDA working on advocacy together and also how to advocate for yourself at your doctor's office. And the last one, this is all Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. The last one from 4 to 5.15 is a panelist, getting to know the panelists. I believe two of our panelists will have type one and the other two will have type two and just to get to know their 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 life on diabetes and the way that they deal with things and and that's just what we got going on and i think that i just heard becky join as acbda um so then if i could jump in here yes Um, please do this is tom tobin guys um you know, Jeff and and uh, Dinah touched on this, but um, 
I think one of uh, my dear friend Deborah Kennick just left the meeting. Um, anyway, uh, one of the things I think is one of ACB Diabetics' greatest strengths is, um, and as I said, Jeff and Danette touched on this, is our peer-to-peer interaction. We have um, monthly community calls, several calls actually, uh, some t- sometimes sometimes with guest speakers. Danette's done a fabulous job in lining up speakers for us. We have a casual chat on Saturday where people can just get together and talk and share and Larry, as you were intimating, you know, basically people come at this from all different angles. And so it's a great opportunity to share uh, perspectives about how each of us uh, manage our diabetes because we all come with different levels of experience and background and knowledge. And um, I just personally think that's one of ACB Diabetics and Action's greatest strengths is our ability to get together and share information with each other. Um, So, and I, the other thing I wanted to mention too, is that, um, Danette has done a fabulous job with the convention programming, and I'm especially excited because we do have a good blend of um, professionals. We've got uh, certified diabetes care and education specialists. We have a nutritionist, as as, uh, as Danette indicated, and Karen Chemis is a is a uh, physical therapist, so she'll be the one working on um, the physical fitness side mm-hmm. of it with Steve. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's a good combination of professionals and a good combination of us as consumers. And uh, right. I think it's going to be a really, really positive experience for those who attend. So I encourage folks, uh, I believe registration uh, for a convention reopens on uh, Wednesday, 14th. July 14th. July yep. 14th, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, give our program a look and um, see what you think. And um, we'd love to have you join us. I think it's going to be a real strong program. Just to add something to that, the, the facilitators for each event will be part of this committee, part of our committee, which is, I think, is really, is, is really cool just, just because it was the committee that found these people to speak for us. And it's the committee that's going to be the facilitators for, for this. Yep. So. And by the way, Larry, if I could, I'd like to also introduce two of our other panelists. Uh, Randy Knapp is joining us and uh, Becky, Becky Dunkerson has also joined us. They're, they're integral members of the uh, convention uh, committee as well. And they're here with us tonight. And there will be a commercial at some point for ACBGA <laughs> because mm-hmm. there just has to be. But, it, you know, I'm, I'm on tons of committees, both for the California Council of the Blind and ACB, uh, lots of them. And probably the most, and I'm not saying this disparagingly at all to other affiliates, but ACBGA's listserv is probably the busiest and the most informational that i have seen in a very long time and it's because everybody everybody not just us but a lot of other people who are not here today they send in articles about diabetes they send in their experiences they send Send in in recipes lots of recipes a lot of recipes so so it's it's a fascinating look at this disease and you get all kinds of ideas if you just read the website and the listserv it's amazing Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about that. We'll also invite your questions as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well the last thing that we're going to do on Wednesday, and I'm a, a part of this, but it's it's kind of like what we did last year, but with some different people, not all, but some. We've invited four or five people to come and share their experiences about their diabetes. Danette talked about that. We actually have one type one, and the rest of us were all type two. Uh, the type one diabetic is taking insulin and one of our type twos is taking insulin and the rest of us are taking pills. There's even one that's not taking any medication at all. 
mm-hmm. currently because, as I said, we're on we're in all different stages of diabetes, uh, and we're all working to make sure that our blood sugars stay low, uh, so that uh, we don't have any issues later on. So you're going to hear different things if you're a brand new diabetic, don't know much about it. You should come if if you can't come to anything else. I mean, we hope you come to all of it. But come Wednesday and listen to people talk about what they've done to uh, make diabetes uh, a workable issue so that it's not overwhelming because it can be overwhelming, especially when you first are diagnosed. I was diagnosed in 2002 on my honeymoon. And my wife was a diabetic, type 1, and she recognized the symptoms. And she said, you know what? After we get home, actually, no, what we did, we, I, we, she had her, uh, I didn't have anything because I didn't know I was diabetic and she had the, um, oh, I hate those things. The, uh, what am I the thinking? Finger? The prodigy? No, the sticker, the thing that you poke your finger oh, with. Oh, Lancet. We used to oh. call them pokers, but she poked <laughs> me and I found out I was actually a pre-diabetic at the time. And I think you're either a diabetic or you're not. I don't believe that there's such a thing. It's like being pre pre pregnant. pregnant. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, not in my case. <laughs> so, uh, so you will learn for because I know that there were lots of people last year who later I got letters from and comments from and emails from saying, "Gosh, I w- I'm so glad you guys were there because I'm diagnosed, but I don't know what to do. I don't mm-hmm. didn't know where to start, and it is an overwhelming thing when you first start." And if you don't have that moral support, if you don't have the people behind you to say, hey, I, this is what worked for me. It may not work for you, but let me give you some suggestions. You can you can use what works and don't use what doesn't. But we're all there as a great big support group for everybody who's on that list. And you know, free- we get a lot of those yeah. those c- comments in that on our on our Saturday social chat about yeah. about new people and about what do I do? A lot of those are on the, that call. In fact, we on that list, we allow people just to chat with each other. So it's an interchange of thoughts because some things don't work for some people, but they work for others. And people are in different uh, degrees of this diabetic journey. And so uh, it, it's worked out really, really well. We've all learned something from each other. And uh, it's, it's a terrific group that believes in sharing. So, And Larry, if I might... Um... Yep. You know, I think one of the other things I'd like our audience to hear is that um, we do a lot of things for a small special interest affiliate, but ad- advocacy is a huge part of what we have been doing and would be continuing to do because as many of you know, uh, who live with diabetes and vision impairment, that um, a lot of the products out there on the market are not accessible to those of us that have diabetes and vision impairment. So. Um, I've been on a mission to fix this problem since 1988 when we first we got the first fully accessible blood glucose meter out there and it changed my life because um, before I had that I couldn't live on my own I had to have somebody read my glucose meter to me and that's ridiculous mm-hmm. so yeah. so we're going to be focusing a lot of our time and energy on the advocacy space um, we in fact ACB national has a three-pronged approach um, and we're very much a part of that at partnership with ACB National that yeah. there's a legislative approach where we're trying to get some Congress people to develop legislation that would, um, let's just say, compel pharma to make their devices fully accessible by integrating universal design. Um, so, for example, if it's not fully accessible, then perhaps, and I'm just philosophizing here, that Medicare and Medicaid might not pay for it. Second, 
part of that three-legged uh, stool is uh, uh, advocacy, which I'm a big believer that each of us have a responsibility. What is that? Have a, respo- have a responsibility. Is that a notification? Or- somebody, okay. somebody needs Somebody's to unmuted, please. yeah. So, so advocacy is a big part of what we're doing, too, because I, I think as consumers, you know, as blind and visually impaired people, we, we have a responsibility to educate the farm industry about what our needs are, frankly, and what our expectations are. Otherwise, you know, they can't guess. They don't know. They don't know what we need. So we have to educate them. Um, and then, of course, the third leg of that stool is um, a last resort, but it's something that we may have to re- re- resort to if necessary, and that's litigation. Um but we hope we can do it with the first two. And, um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a challenge for many, many years, but I would say this, that when I went on insulin pump in 1993, the technology was the barrier to make a device like that talk today. How many of us have smartphones and all different kinds of devices that, that have speech, you know, screen reading technology built into them. So my question to the farm industry is, why can't we find a way to integrate that or find an app for smartphones that will work and drive these devices? There are lots of technical solutions out there that I think we can advocate for, but um, I'm of the personal ilk that um, technology is no longer the barrier, but rather uh, attitudes about what we as blind and visually impaired diabetics can and can't do. Um, So, you know, and we do have many people on this on, on as ACBDA members that are really good at writing letters to, to, to companies and, and such. And one person that has not been mentioned yet, who's on the committee is Tom Jones. He, he was, he's going to be one of the facilitators and he was a key part to this committee also. And, Larry, would that be okay if we had Steve Bauer talk about what he's doing? Yeah, I'll go back to now. Tom Jones is doing yeah. some things behind the scenes, yeah. especially as it relates to CGMs, because yeah. he and I are fighting the same battle. Uh, and he's coming up with some new information that's not yet something that that is totally uh, something that can be talked about because we're still in the process. But we're we're all fighting to make those CGMs more accessible to everybody and insurance companies pay for them because in some, in part, I'm not asking that they pay for all of it, but I am asking that that they pay in part. And that's a hurdle we're still working on. Yeah. Let's, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Steve in just a second. I also want to acknowledge Becky Dungerson. Becky Dungerson is here. And uh, Becky, if you want to unmute, she's the secretary of ACBDA. Hi, everyone. Um, Becky Dunkerson. And sorry, I'm late. Um, I didn't get out of the office in time, even though it's just around the corner. Um, but are you going to are you still at work at home or are you working from work? I am still uh, working at home. Oh, at home. OK, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. see. It's okay. just around the corner. But, you know, I, I wasn't paying attention to the time and and I don't know what happened. But anyway, um, one thing that I wanted to mention, and I don't know if it was mentioned yet. So if it was, forgive me, um, is ACBDA. Yes, it is for, um, you know, I, I would say 90% of the members are diabetics, whether uh, they are type one or type two. Um, but there's there's some of us like myself who are not diabetic, but we are either uh, a family member is a diabetic or married to one, um, friends of one, 
Um, so I encourage anybody that's not diabetic, but has a passion for it or uh, needs information, then, you know, this place is for you as well. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Steve, you're here and Steve is going to take part during the convention on Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be talking about on the move, which we've talked about here before, Steve and, and uh, Judy, etc. Um, and we asked Steve to talk about fitness and a little bit of exercise as well. And we uh, want to thank you for being a part of that. Well, certainly, yeah. It's uh, one more option. I think it's what uh, we all love to have is more choices. And for many people, the mini tread that we discussed here on Tech Talk is is a great answer. And so uh, we'll be talking about that. Um, also running a, a convention special next week. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, we'll be talking about that. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. It should be real exciting. And uh, for anybody who hasn't heard, missed our opportunity and missed the uh, session here. Um, the mini tread is, is a, as uh, someone already said, uh, an under the desk exercise device, really under the desk in front of your uh, easy chair, wherever you want to have it, uh, where you can uh, get a good workout without, as they say, even leaving your chair. So we'll be talking a lot about that um, during this convention. And one of the components for any diabetic, whether we choose to actually believe it or not, because a lot of us don't like the fact that exercise is a key component to keeping our blood sugars down and keeping ourselves in shape. Uh, it is. And you, and you, and you gotta, you gotta realize that and, and be aware of that. And uh, exercises like, and like this, this particular on the move is perfect for that. Uh, a treadmill is perfect for that. If you can walk, or even run if you've got if you're able to do that a little bit exercise is key it really really is keeps the a1c down or break helps to drive it down as well keeps your blood sugars down i mean you got to be aware because it can also drop your blood sugars a little bit too if you're not careful but what steve is going to be talking about uh and with another one of our special guests on tuesday is as important as almost anything else that we'll be talking about from a diabetic state. So we hope that you will stay tuned for that as well. Um, We are currently at 27 minutes after the hour. We will take your questions whenever you choose to ask them from this point on. Raise your hand and Ron will see your hand and call on you. Is there anything before we do that that we've missed here among the committee that we want to mention. Um, Be- Becky, do you want to do the commercial, ACBDA commercial? All right, I can do that. Um, oh, no, not the commercial. <laughs> oh, no. Mary has special toys. <laughs> See, th- this is what I've had to deal with people. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't, you don't know how lucky you had it so I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm so kidding. <laughs> that was, um, it was funny. For, for people that um, have questions that don't get a chance to answer um, tonight or um, are interested in joining ACB Diabetics in Action, um, you have the opportunity to do so, and we would like you to. 
Um, what you can do is send me an email to ACBDA, which is obviously ACB Diabetics in Action, ACBDAORG at gmail.com. And I can send you information. Um, dues are $10 per year. Um, and if you pay now, it would finish you out for 2021 and then also um, allow you to be a member in 2022 as well. Um, so I can send that information to you. Um, there's a list of things that we'll need from you, um, but I can get that to you. So that's acbdaorg at gmail.com. And I would add, uh, Becky, that uh, Jeff is working very hard to um, bring our website up to speed, and that is pending, I think, according to what Jeff has reported. So um, stay tuned for that, and that's uh, going to be a, a great resource, um, not only to help you join if you're interested in joining, but learning more information. We're going to make it a much more robust and uh, information-based uh, website that uh, people can use as a resource, whether or not you're a member, um, it's going to be a great resource when we get it done. So kudos to Jeff for working so hard to get that done. Uh, Tom, this is Randy. I just wanted to also add that I'm a recent uh, joinee of this organization. But one of the things that I've, that I've learned from talking to everybody else is that it's not unusual to have good days and bad days with this disease. And it's not unusual to have a stretch of time where you eat really well and then have a day where you don't. Mm -hmm. And uh, the important thing is, is to find ways to encourage yourself to stay consistent. And this is something that for me, this group really does. It, it There's a degree of accountability. It's like you really don't want to go to the meeting and say, well, you know, for the last week I've eaten Sundays. That's not exactly what you want to do. <laughs> but at the same time, if you do have a bad day and you eat a Sunday, somebody will tell you about their bad day and you realize you're not alone. And, and I think that really makes a difference in terms of having the appropriate approach mentally to understanding that it's a, it's for the rest of your life, but it doesn't have to beat you. And I think that puts a fine point, mm -hmm. Randy, on the peer to peer yeah. model that we share. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's really important. And back to your point, Larry, about exercise. Yeah. Uh, now is it good in helping you maintain good blood sugar control, but it's just good physically for your body. And it also does yeah. great things for your mental health. So mm -hmm. uh, for us that are living with diabetes and vision loss, exercise is key in helping us control the disease, but it's also a great way to help us battle back uh, the mental stress that we all faced on a daily basis in dealing with this disease. Um, Cause I would be here to tell you that every day is, is a challenge and you got to, as Randy said, face every day with uh, the best you got. So um, it, yeah, early, earlier in the program, we talked a lot about monthly uh, special things that happened calls, on yeah. Wednesday. Well, Wednesday we talked mm -hmm. about where we had yeah. guests, but we also started in May of last year and Chris Gray began this as a president of ACBDA, and it was a community call. And so perhaps some of you have heard uh, ACBDA on the community calls. That's going to continue. But we try and get somebody that's either within the field or somebody that is specific to diabetes and can talk, much like some of our guests are going to talk next week about a certain aspect of that disease. And we, we do have, though, as a matter of fact, a lot of them are up 
on the ACB website for podcasts. I put a bunch of them up there. Everything that I think that we have done pretty much for the most part. Uh, and we're going to continue to do that because we believe that a lot of what we're doing in terms of outreach is to help people who don't know about diabetes or maybe need to learn more about it, but don't know where to start, don't know where to turn. So we will continue doing that. And um, if you have questions or comments, make sure you ask us. Don't believe we have any questions yet, yet, but we will take those questions if you have anything else to add as we continue. And one of the things that the ACB Media Network provides is a podcast for each affiliate that requests one. And we will definitely request one. So keep an eye out for the ACBDA podcast. And uh, you'll find all of our convention material there. Um, And we'll try to put a lot of our back catalog up there too, so that you have one source to find lots of great content around diabetes and education and just, you know, lots of great resources and content. So stay tuned for that. That will happen after the convention and after we have a chance to breathe a little bit. (laughs) It's a little little nuts right now. Just a little bit. Hmm. You know, one of the things we're going to be talking is about as well, but we talked about nutrition and we talked about fitness Mm -hmm. and we talked about advocacy, but we do have accessible meters that work for us. We do also have accessible CGM continuous glucose monitoring meters when paid for by insurance companies that work for us. So they are accessible. You can check your blood sugars, et cetera. And, and those things are not known to all diabetics, especially those who are blind. Uh, we can help you learn more about those as well, because it, yeah. because it allows you to become a lot more independent yeah. as well. And uh, so we'll be talking about those next week as well. We've had several different tutorials on those subjects mm-hmm. In the past, and by the way, those tutorials, for the most part, are good, but they're rapidly becoming obsolete because the knowledge gained in recent months has grown. And so we need to upgrade the tutorials a little bit. And we're getting newer and newer models of the CGMs, which means the older models, although they were good, uh, the information contained in them has changed. Mm-hmm. So there's good stuff happening with that. We're just trying to get it into the hands of as many people as we can. And that's where the advocacy starts. And that's where joining in numbers helps us and helps you in the long run as well. So lots of things, so many things happening in the world of diabetics in the next uh, few years. And for those of you who are diabetic, we hope you'll join us and be a part of it. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So we have about 25 minutes left. Do not see any hands yet, but we will take questions as well. Yep. Yeah, while we're waiting on questions there, I would add uh, one thing that I think one of our presenters is going to talk about on Monday, Brenda Javidic. Uh, she's a certified diabetes care and education specialist. Um, and I think she may talk to you about this, Danette, but she, she's been, one of the things she's going to talk about is the blue zones around the world. And these blue zones are people that uh, live extraordinary long lives, uh, extraordinary healthy lives. Um, and it's all based around, you know, the diet and the exercise and all the good stuff that they do to maintain good health. Um, and it, it, it has proven results. They live longer and healthier lives. And, um, it's intriguing to me because um, 
you know, obviously what we put into our body has an impact on how well we live. And especially when you're dealing with a chronic disease, like, like, like diabetes, whether it's type one or type two. So um, I think that's going to be a particularly fascinating part of our Monday uh, track session. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's something that just gives people food for thought. I mean, there are a lot of theories out there and and Larry, you pointed this out earlier that what might work for Larry might not work for Tom, but uh, you know, it's just to have, I think one of the issues that we deal with is uh, vision impaired diabetics is that access to information. Um, and that's true, of course, all we all deal with, 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 with vision impairment. But in this case, access to good information around managing diabetes with vision impairment is really crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one of the things that we're, we're really beefing up and, and making to be more accessible and available to people so that, um, I don't know if I can use a cliche, that ACB Diabetics in Action website can be a one-stop shop to get the information you need and mm-hmm. um, you know, get signed up if you want to become a member and get connected with people like all of us on this committee uh, who are very dedicated and committed to the mission of ACB Diabetics in Action. So it's all good stuff. Yep. You know, you know, when we first started this committee, this convention committee, Jeff had shared his vision and I had no idea how we were going to do all these things. But it, it's all filled up. We're good. We're, we're, we're doing it. And it, it should be an amazing um, convention, what ACBDA, jam-packed stuff that HCBDA is doing. But, yeah. Well, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that any of us knew exactly what no. was going to happen. But in, in, in some committees, you have leaders and you have followers. In this particular committee, the bulk of the people who are on the committee are generally leaders, so they know how to get things done in a minimal amount of time because there's so many things going on in this organization that you've got to budget your time. And and so, you you know, you've heard the old axiom, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. They know how to get things done. And and I have never seen uh, as much stuff being stuffed into eight hours as in right. this particular case. Uh, I think we're going to get it done because people have already got it planned. The handouts are planned, et cetera. And we're even, leave, we're even leaving time for questions. But it's going to be the closest thing to a one-stop shop thing that I think I've ever seen with regard to diabetes. And I've seen a few that have been done on, on internet, et cetera, et cetera. So, and it's, what's great is it's all related to blind people. Sometimes we as blind people are a part of these organizational seminars and we are blind people, but 99% of the people are, are cited. And so they don't really touch a, on, on things that are specific to us. Mm-hmm. We have now a chance for three days for it to all be about how do blind people cope with this disease right. and how do they do it well? So really looking forward to this and there'll be stuff in right. there that I don't even know is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We'll and you know, well, you know what you, you know what's interesting is what are we going to do next year? Because <laughs> We're I thought to about this one. Yeah. I said I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to quit the committee is what I'm going to do next year. <laughs> it's incredibly oh, is that, is great that, that, how wonderful this came together. I I don't know how we're going to top it next year, but we'll we're, you know well, challenge we say, on you know. As we, say, some, fun, as we say in fundraising, Jeff, no good deed goes unpunished. So yeah, yeah exactly. We'll, we'll have our yeah. work cut out for us for 2022. <laughs> you know, but, there uh, will be something in this particular yes. three day session 
that we will look at for everybody. Gonna, yeah, you know, right, we're going right. to look at something later on as we talk about what worked and what could have worked right, better, right. and we'll yeah. say, you know, we ought to talk more about X such and such next mm-hmm. year, and that's mm-hmm. how that'll evolve. It will evolve because right. it does every year. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and and Larry, I would just add one thing too because I'm very involved in this uh, as the chair of the Get Up and Get Moving committee, but we as a special interest affiliate are being will be working very closely with again our partners in ACB on this whole get up and get moving campaign, which is all again all about getting up, getting out there, uh, you know, reintegrating into society now that we're moving out of this pandemic, um, getting blind people back into mainstream society, um, and of course, being out there and being visible and, and being physically active, and um, so. That's not necessarily pertinent to our ACB Diabetics in Action Convention, but it's a part of an initiative that we're partnering with ACB with, and um, I think it's a great part. We, I think we could all agree that we we could all do spend more time getting more exercise. I think it's just a it, it's a it's just a good thing. It helps makes everybody healthier and, and live longer and live healthier. So I think it's a win win. Yes. Yep. Okay, I see that Nikki has her hand up. Ah, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. I'm glad you're here. I didn't see you earlier. Hi, thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I'm not diabetic, but I know a lot of people who are, and I'm very, I'm very vested in keeping, helping to keep them healthy. Um, and because I'm not diabetic, I used to eat a lot of sugar. I ate so much sugar that I ended up with breast cancer. I didn't end up mm. with diabetes, but I ended up with breast cancer. <laughs> But that didn't stop me eating the sugar because nobody told me. But my daughter, who works in brain um, research at UC Med Center, told me the second time, four years later, Mom, you know, you really should cut out sugar and dairy. And I said, why? She said, don't you know that cancer loves sugar and dairy? So that day I cut it all out. And so now I'm eating cashew nut yogurt and I found all kinds of wonderful things. I make my own walnut milk and all that stuff. But at any rate, um, so... For those of you who are not eating sugar, you might also think about dairy because cancer is um, cancer does love dairy. Um, and in this day and age with the preservatives and all the things we're eating, it's really important to watch what you eat. But the other thing is uh, what got me to raise my hand in the first place was that I bought one of those little mini, mini treadmills and I got the one that is not electric. First of all, because it was cheaper, I got a good deal on it, but um, you can go sideways on it and you can carry it anywhere you want. You don't have to find a plug for it. And it's very handy. It's very portable, very easy to use. And it's a lot of fun. So I just wanted to push a plug for that. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think I can go sideways on mine because mine's electric. Right. No, you cannot. I I cannot. Only the the, um, the non-electric. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Who knows? You might win one. There's going to be one being auctioned off too. Ooh. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. At our auction, at our CCB auction, there will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. I see. Deborah has her hand up. Also. First of all, I think it's ACB uh, ACB one stop shop for the convention, and um, it's uh, funny too that um, there's just so much material that I've spent reading through during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And and just to hear um, that all these different presentations that are going to come along is, and that there is enough material out there 
to, you know, to utilize for diabetics. I mean, and, and put it all together because that's a lot of thought work, you know, when you just reading from different places and moving Mm -hmm. around and to bring it all together in terms of, okay, this is for what kind of diabetic thus and so, well, the blindness, well, you know, ties us all together and it, it's, there's always something going on. And I'm sure things will change by next year that we'll have mm-hmm. all the changes to, to report on. So okay. mm-hmm. that's it. That's all. Thanks. Thank you, Debbie. I see Debbie Downey. Oh, good. I, my husband and I both registered for mm-hmm. the uh, diabetics in action for, for, you know, to support your efforts to get all these wonderful mm-hmm. presenters to come. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading that we can get uh, the handouts yes. if we request them. When yes. and how do we do that? If you pay the suggested donation of $25, you'll get yes. it. Oh, okay. You'll so get we it. Don't have to and it'll, it will probably be like the middle of August when you get it because we'll need oh, okay. Janet to we'll need Janet to send us a list of people who paid that. Yes. I see. Okay. Very good. Looking forward to it. Thank you. And that is critical information. You'll hear a lot about it as we talk over those three days. But to have that information in your hand later on is terrific. And I collect articles. I collect everything, articles, recipes, anything having to do with diabetes. And I've got files and files and files on my computer. And I'll make sure that these get added because it's all stuff you can put in your toolbox and use Mm -hmm. later on. And if you can't use it, somebody else will say, I've got a question about such and such. And there it is. And then you can forward it to them. I do that all the time. And Larry, if I'm correct, the all of our uh, tracks will be uh, broadcast over ACB Media, which means they'll be recorded, correct? To play yes. The podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I think you might have said that, but I just wanted to repeat that because except for Saturdays. No, which Saturday. Is social. Saturday, right. we are not. We're not right. broadcasting. Yeah. And that's our social. Yeah. The right. goal is to hopefully have everything done and up for podcast by the middle of August or mm-hmm. latter part of August. That's the Excellent. goal. That's the hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's like three to four hundred hours of content. So hopefully that will work. But that's what we're aiming for. Mm-hmm. And some of these speakers that we're going to have at convention, I personally am hoping that they'll become part of our speakers for our Wednesday community calls too. If we get if we can get them to do that. So yeah. This is Becky, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to kind of add to Debbie's uh, question the. Another answer to that um, is you can also send an email to the acbdaorg at gmail.com. And I will um, be keeping track of emails um, to send those out as well. So, um, you know, if you want to make sure, then shoot me an email and I will make sure to get that to you. Um, And then I also wanted to say, you know, if, if there is anybody that has something that doesn't get covered during um, convention that you would like information on, send me an email because then what I'll do is I will go back to Larry and say, hey, Larry, we need information to include in our newsletter. So that might be another way to gather information as well. I had to open my mouth. 
<laughs> which is which is fine, by the way, because that's what all that's there for. And I'm not the only one. And there's a ton more stuff that I probably don't have yet on the internet. So I'm happy to right. share whatever I have. And I'm probably pretty sure that Jeff has some things that you don't have. And Jeff yeah. does. Jeff's got a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. Too. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we're delighted to be able to do this. The last time we did a diabetic seminar, seminars, it wasn't even a seminar, a presentation. Mm-hmm. I was in Salt Lake City. For, mm-hmm. on, I was working at the time for Marriott. And Jeff came in and we started talking about the Freestyle Libre. This is about February or March of 2018, I think. And that's the last time we've done one here for Tech Talk because it's primarily technology related. But so much of what this uh, disease is has to do with technology of some sort. And so we do talk about other things that aren't necessarily JAWS or or, uh, iPhone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, because it affects a lot of different people. And so we're happy to make that, that a part of what we do. Larry, I just want to add that, that when we talk about technology, we've highlighted some things that are working and, and are working well. But there's also things that we still need to get to have happen. An example of things is, is to increase the accessibility of insulin pumps. Um, yep. And... Th- there are a number of different approaches that could be taken, but there's also resistance in the medical community because in part they have concerns about liability, which all of us understand are no concerns at all, but that's their go-to. So when we talk about finding different ways to move them along, um, there are areas where we still need to make progress and part of the reason that we're all uh, together is so that we can make that progress. That's what advocacy is all about. Well said, Randy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. very well said. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. All true. And some of us don't use insulin pumps yet. Some of us are Mm -hmm. on pills, but, but that day may come. Yeah. Who knows? And so we're all kind of looking out to see what's happening in the field to see Mm-hmm. We all keep track of what's going on, even though we may not be using yeah. every element of it. I have an interesting anecdote for you, Larry, that maybe our guests will enjoy. I was part of, uh, I was the only blind uh, consumer consultant on the International Standards Organization for three years. This goes back a couple of years ago. In my first meeting, I stood up, introduced myself. Um, this is time, by the way. And I raised my iPhone and I said, how many people have one of these? And of course, all the heads of the room nodded. I said, I can't see your heads nod. And they all said, oh, yeah, 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 we all got it. So, so I walked them through how to turn on voiceover. And my, co- my colleague there, Ann Williams, who many of you have heard talk before, she's an expert in the diabetes education space uh, with vision impairment. And um, so all these engineers are sitting around the room. These are all engineers and all these brainiacs that think thought they knew everything about technology and um you know five seconds after i gave them the direction all these phones in the in this meeting room were talking and my friend ann turned to me she said tom if you could see the looks on these guys face and gals faces they had no idea that this screen reader technology was built into ios and um of course we all know that that use ios and now android certainly made a run at it too but so I I posed the question to this group, to Randy's point, and I said, 
why can't we make this durable medical equipment stuff fully accessible? And they're all like, well, we, we, well, we can. And I'm like, okay, then let's do it. And um, so it was a really interesting three years because they went from, I think, observing me as this blind guy. And then they, I think, finally turned the corner and said, you know, now does this guy know what he's talking about, but this is very doable. And, um, you know, now we've got to get them to execute. And uh, so it, it was really interesting to, to get them, you know, to kind of go from that, who is this blind guy? What can he do? What does he know to like, this guy can do a lot. He's, he knows a lot. And the technology part of it, as far as us being engineers, really is not heavy, that, not that heavy of a lift. So it was a really interesting experience. And I share that because um, that, that three years gives me hope that we can make our case to the rest of the pharmaceutical community. Um, and I was abbreviating that by saying pharma, but I meant the pharmaceutical community. And um, I think if we can do that, we can, we can really make some great strides in getting more of the devices we need to use, you know, fully accessible and work for everybody. I mean, we all know that iOS will work for my wife who can see and for me who is blind. So um, that's, that's, that's kind of the goal that I think we're shooting for. It's, it's like anything else in society. You, you, you manufacture things that will affect the most people. And when you do that, sometimes you leave others behind. And we're the ones, unfortunately, right now, who are in some cases left behind. And so that's why we need to band together and say, Hey, wait a minute. What about us? We may not be as plentiful as people who use X, Y, Z, but we still have needs. And that's, that's what this organization is all about. And I think Larry to to tag on, that's a, that's a very good point. And when I'm talking to people in the industry, I say, this is not just a feel good, socially good thing for you to do so that blind and visually impaired diabetics can can use this equipment, but it's actually a pretty shrewd business decision. Steve Jobs was a smart man, right? When he integrated VoiceOver and all the other accessibility features into iOS, and he made the same device work for everybody, how many people in this in our blindness community stampeded to iOS? A lot of people did. So he made a business decision that impacted, I have no doubt, I have no, no, no proof to to substantiate it, but that actually probably helped his bottom line because a lot of people in the blindness community bought iOS stuff. And um, so I made that case when I was working with the people in, in iOS and, you know, they were like, well, yeah, it's, it's really, it's not just a, it's not just a socially do good thing. It's actually a business model. I said, that's exactly right. We're a constituency just like anybody else. And if you make it so that we can use it, we're going to buy it and you'll, 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 you know, you'll increase your bottom line. And um, that, that Larry, to your point, I think really speaks volumes because um, when you make it a business proposition, people really go, Oh, okay. And it, it just, it resonates with them because all these guys in pharma, they, you know, they work on a very narrow margin. Um, so if you can take it beyond just being a socially, do-gooding thing to actually being a, sh- a shrewd business proposition it really gets their attention. The other thing, Tom, I want to add is that it's also raising the expectations that people have about anybody with a disability. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, how, how many of you run into situations where uh, they find out you're blind and all of a sudden they think you can't hear and they think you can't <laughs> think and they think you can't smell and they think you can't talk? 
<laughs> and so it, eventually, I mean, it becomes on, uh, you know, incumbent on all of us to straighten them out on one level or another. Yeah. And this is just one more, one more stone in the road. Absolutely. And as we begin to wrap up, I want to, we'll do a commercial here in just about 30 seconds, but I want to thank uh, members of the ACBDA convention committee, Danette Nixon, Jeff Bishop, Randy Knapp, Tom Tobin. And I say Becky for last because I'd like her (laughs) one more time to give us. Tom's too, but not here. Tom's not here, but Tom is on the committee. Correct. Uh, I'd like Becky to give the address one more time. If you have someone you know who's diabetic or if you're diabetic and would like to know more about what we do as an organization, Becky can give you an email address. And that email address is acbdaorg at gmail.com. And if I could, Larry, I would just say um, as we close here that, um, you know, we talked about, what I call perks of being a member of the American Council of Blind Diabetics in Action, but I just want to recap a few of them here because I think it's important that people realize that, you know, for your 10 bucks, you're getting quite a bit of stuff. So we've got our website that's being updated as we speak. We have a quarterly newsletter that I think is just every um, issue I've read is just packed full of information, recipes, resources, uh, you name it. Um, We have our community calls, as Larry mentioned, where we have some that are more formal, some that are more of a casual chat, but we, and we're going to continue to look to see, you know, how we can better, you know, uh, respond to the needs of our our members and our constituents. Um, So uh, those are some of the perks that you get as you join ACB Diabetics in Action. And um, for me, that's, that's worth 10 bucks plus. You know, one thing that Tom did not mention was big thing for me is you get peer support, lots of support. Bingo. Yep, that's 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 exactly right. And we can't overstate that enough. Thank you all for being with us. It's been great fun. And hopefully some of you listening have learned a lot about diabetes in general. And uh, maybe you'll join us at the convention. Speaking of the convention, uh, we will not have a tech talk next week because the convention is happening and a lot of us are incredibly busy. And we also decided to take off the week after, which is the one of the first days of the Summer Olympics, 19th and the 26th. We will not be with you. The next tech talk will be August. Uh, Second? Yes. And Jeff Bazer will be with us to talk about PictureSmart. So that should be fun. That's a terrific topic. And for those of you who own a, a Jaws, you'll want to know more about that. So please stay tuned. And thank you again for joining us this evening on Tech Talk.